opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Herbie's Cooking Corner for December 7th, 2021. My name is Herbie Allen. I will be your facilitator for this hour. And today we are going to make scrumptious breakfast food. Yes, I'm going to be talking about uh, various things, multiple techniques, like on how to do eggs. I'm going to talk about that. We're going to um, make, uh, by request from my wife, a cinnamon toast special that I make. And we're also going to make, in my case, turkey bacon, but the same techniques that I'll be talking about will apply to regular bacon as well. And uh, some hash brown patties as well. We definitely encourage your feedback and comments throughout the thing. Um, we are getting some uh, background noise. I guess the uh, clock is telling us that it is 9 o'clock. So uh, I guess I have something to keep me on track here today, guys. That's totally awesome. Anyway, I want to first of all thank our uh, streamer, Debbie, for uh, putting this on the ACB Media. And... I also want to say hi to our host, Sheila, who is going to let you all know how you can participate with uh, hand-raising and meeting and unmeeting. Sheila, welcome. Thank you, Herbie. Good morning. If you are on a PC, to raise your hand is Alt-Y. To mute and unmute is Alt-A. If you're on a Mac, it's Option-Y. To mute and unmute is Command-Shift-A. If you're on a smartphone, Bottom right under more is raise hand. Bottom left is mute and unmute. And if you're on a standard keypad, star nine for Y is to raise your hand and star six for M is to mute and unmute. And we are being recorded for everybody's safety and security. Yes, indeed. And it is also being podcasted and you can go back later on and <clears throat> recatch uh, what you missed. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys. All right, let's get started. So, like I said, today we're going to make breakfast food. We're going to do uh, use various equipment. And I was also asked, by the way, to make some air fried veggies as well. So we're going to be playing with the air fryer as well. Isn't that cool? So let's start off actually with one of the easiest things to cook, and that is the turkey bacon. Now, there are several different ways you can cook bacon in general. And so from here on, I use turkey bacon because uh, we don't eat pork, but I'm going to hear from here and out just use the term bacon unilaterally because it all comes in the same type of packaging and material and whatnot. So um, I'm going to use like an, my air fryer has an air fryer slash grill combo, like so it has a little grill plate that I'm going to set the turkey bacon on. Um, before I had this, I really liked cooking bacon on the Foreman grill rather than pan frying because pan frying, especially with, uh, you know, bacon grease, the regular stuff, you know, it can splatter. And it's also a matter of really trying to cook it evenly. And I found that just a little bit of a challenge when I tried it. Um, 
so it could be the most tasty that way. You can also do it in the oven. I've seen that done. It takes longer, I believe. It can be done. And you can also do uh, bacon in the microwave, especially if it's pre-cooked, but even the regular stuff can be done in the microwave for about three to four minutes. I like the grow plate because you know, I think it really makes it taste good. Um, it's a brand new air fryer model that I got earlier this year and I'm, the name of it now is escaping me. I do apologize. I will look that up. Um, but it is uh, not a cheap model. So the first question is how do we actually open the bacon because it comes in these sealed packs and I, you can, some, some packages have like little flap things you can kind of pull apart. And this one actually is, I'm impressed. I did not know if it would work like that or not. And otherwise, what I will do is I will either take a pair of scissors or a knife and cut along the edge. Um, you'll notice with bacon, there's usually like a little paper thing that is on one side of the package and it's like usually well depending on the size of the bacon it may may or may not be larger than the strips itself but that's the side i usually cut along i suppose it doesn't matter as much but you know you can just easily peel that paper off and then you've got your bacon that you can lay in out of way okay now this one actually does not have the paper all right um, different brands have different types of packaging sometimes, um, so that's another thing to keep in mind. But scissors or a knife, um, scissors are a little bit easier to work with, I find, but um, you may, uh, whatever works best for you. Okay, so now I'm just laying some strips here on the grill plate. And um, let's see, this grill can me hold about oh five strips here so maybe I think we can actually do six so let's do that um, and then and then uh, like I said the Foreman grill though is also nice for cooking bacon it's a great way to cook a lot of things actually because you just uh, you know put you put it on the bottom part you uh, lay it down the lid down and you let it cook for about 10 or so minutes Okay, I'm going to wash up here, as you can undoubtedly hear the water running, because I'm going to touch more surfaces, and I really don't want to get bacon juice all over them if I can avoid it. So in this case, the grill plate that I have, so like this air fryer is like a little oven doohickey. Um, it can't even work as an oven to a degree. So I'm just closing the door now, and I this one has a timer that will set the mechanism cooking. I've seen uh, Hamilton Beach grill models like that, where you turn a dial and it starts the timer. Um, otherwise, if it's a regular form of grill that you have, you would just plug it in. And if it's your oven, you'd probably want to preheat it first. Okay, so I'm going to turn the dial. And I'm not quite sure, I could use these braille markings that my mom made for me on this to gauge where I'm turning, but I don't need to do that. We'll just do this instead. Set timer for 10 minutes. Timers can't be set for time of day. What? Set timer for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 
That's my conversations with Siri, guys. And she gives me crap. You know. Alright, next thing is storing the bacon. Now that we've opened the pack, how do we store the remainder? I like to use the gallon Ziploc bags because it stores it in an airtight way. And so we just slide the bag in there, kind of tilt it a little bit so there's room. And I'm going to slide the top. You can also use the sealable ones. I like the ones with the sliders better because they stay secure more. Um, so that is my personal preference. And we're going to put this back in the fridge and take out the eggs. Okay, now let's talk about how to do eggs because this is going to be our most interesting part of the show, I think. So you can, of course, I know how to scramble them, fry them. I don't have the pan for it, but I have done poached eggs before. You can also hard boil them and whatnot. Um, but we were talking earlier and, uh, you know, somebody said, well, if you come to my house, you get two choices, scrambled or not. So there you go. Actually, I think there were, well, at least that's what we talked about. That's what they're going to be get. So if you go to somebody's house and, uh, you get that treatment, uh, here you go. Um, but with, even with scrambling, there are multiple techniques. Now I do want to give a plug before I forget. I don't know if she's on here or not, or listening to the stream, but uh, Janine did has actually done breakfast on her wake, make and bake call before, which is on uh, which will actually be on again this Wednesday at uh, the same time as this call. So I hope you'll join me in uh, listening to that one as well. And uh, in the kitchen with Courtney is another cooking call, and it's electric where we talk. We talk more about uh, the models of appliances. So we have four cooking calls here on ACB. So. She talked about some very interesting techniques with making breakfast sandwiches and uh, whatnot, and uh, that turned out really good, actually, and <clears throat> learned some very interesting tips on how to make your scrambled eggs fluffy, like I guess Waffle House uses um, baking powder, for instance, and I did not know that till uh, you know, her call, so you know, even though I'm a cook, I learn things from other people as well. So. There are two main ways you can scramble eggs. You can use butter or you can use various types of oil, or I guess you could just use Pam as well. I think butter or oil, though, is better because, you know, you add a little bit of flavor. Um, with oil, I have used three different types myself. I've used vegetable oil, olive oil, and coconut oil. That was my least favorite, but it works. Um, the thing, though, I don't like about oil is it does change the flavor of the eggs a little bit. Um, I like to use that a little bit more for frying than I do scrambling. And you have to be careful not to use too much with the oil. And uh, olive oil is great, though, because it definitely does give it a little bit of a kick. So um, that's something to keep, but again, you have to be careful not to overdo it or It'll taste too much like olive oil and not much like uh, eggs, but uh, that can depend on your preference. I've also done eggs back when I used to uh, cook the stuff with regular bacon grease. I did not honestly like that as much. Um, maybe I should have used less grease, but uh, you can do that as well. That is another way of frying. But you've got to be careful because oil and grease and stuff will splatter. 
So I prefer to use butter and my preference with that is the stick unsalted butter like from Lando Lakes. And the reason why is it somehow make, it, it makes the eggs taste the best in my opinion. Um, just the way they come out. So I think it just like, you know, I put it in the center of the pan, it kind of spreads evenly. And, um, you know, and the other thing that I like about that butter is it's not as splattery as regular salted butter seems to be, especially the spreadable kind. And so I find, you know, just a little square of the non-stick, uh, the unsalted stick butter, I'm sorry, works best for me. Now, before we move along and I actually start with the eggs, we're going to do scrambled today. Um, do we have any questions from anybody? And um, raise your hand if you do, and Sheila will let me know. No, sir. All right. Excellent. Okay. Now, frying is one method I do know how to do. It can be done with a double spatula. And the thing with that, though, is it really depends. Um, there's two things you got to factor in. One, how do you like the texture of your eggs? For instance, I'm not a big fan of um, runniness. I like my eggs you know, more hard. Pardon so, me, I apologize. Somebody did just raise the Okay. Hand. All right. Who do Eva? we got? Eva. Eva. Hi, Herbie. <laughs> Can you Hello. hear me? Okay? Yep, you're coming in loud and clear. I loved uh, what they call them, sunny side up eggs, <clears throat> but I yep. didn't know it was possible for a blind person to actually make them. I've never actually made them, so I can't. I, I'm sure it is possible. Um, but here's the thing with frying eggs so that you've got to be careful of. They can easily break apart, so you've got to gauge correctly on when to flip them. And I like double spatula for this, so I'll do the fried eggs if I'm feeling lazy and I don't care as much. But, you know, you kind of have to <clears throat> give it like two or three minutes to kind of firm up so you can try to grab it with the spatula and flip. I am not... I, I can do it, but it... it, it can take a little bit of work sometimes and yeah hmm, okay i just thought i'd ask thanks no you're welcome that's okay, a great question you have you have a few more hands tori i have a tori welcome hello um i just wanted to um say in response to eva's question that yes it definitely is possible my brother um makes really great um sunny side up eggs um and he's completely blind I personally have not done it, and I'm not too sure how he does it, but he does, so it's definitely possible once you get the hang of it. Well, I don't know if this would be possible, but if uh, your brother would like to come on one of my calls sometimes, even just sometimes, even just for a few minutes to talk about his technique, you know, I'd be uh, more than happy to work with you on arranging that. So uh, I'll have to talk to him about that, depending on his work schedule. Oh, definitely he does work sometimes, but. Um, yeah. I can also take something pre-recorded, or we can we can talk about this more off the call. But I'm willing to. Yeah. Uh, we could you know maybe figure out something. So there you go. All 
right. Thank you, Tori. And uh, by the way, Tori gave me a great Christmas cookie recipe that we're going to be trying out on the uh, next cooking corner. So, um, uh, thank and, you for and that, I, Tori. And if I disappear, it's nothing personal. It's just my dad's arriving at some point soon. So, all right. Well, if uh, you're interested, remember the call is being podcasted, so you can uh, definitely catch it later. And since it's being streamed on ACB, it will be part of the replay. So thank you, Tori. Okay, who do we have next? Area code 470, ending in 186. You may Hello, 470186. You sound familiar, but I don't remember your name. I do I apologize. Think it's, I think it's Les. Good morning. It is Les from Georgia. Yep, welcome, Les. Well, you're welcome. I have a couple ideas about making sunny side up eggs. Uh, I get the pan hot. I put my hand over the top of the pan and I can, I get used to the heat. I know just about when to drop the egg in. I drop the egg in, I count to three, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. And then I take a cover with a tablespoon of water in it and I flip it over the top of the pan and count to uh, three Mississippis and usually my egg comes out very nicely. The yolk has just a little bit of skin on it, but the hot water steaming, it's a tablespoon inside the cover and flip the cover over the top of the pan, count to three, then uh, either you can pick the pan off the flame or take the cover off. And it seems I would say uh, four out of ten times, <laughs> it comes out perfect. All but right. That is the quickest way to get a sunny side egg. Oh. All right. Excellent. That is some very cool ideas there. Okay, so my timer went off. I'm going to stop this grill by turning the dial all the way to the left. Thank you for that uh, interesting the technique there, Les. Okay, who do we have next? Lucy. Lucy. Okay, um, for frying eggs, they do have th these things called egg rings. Yes. <clears throat> and you, that actually will keep them from um, breaking apart, the eggs. And I don't flip mine. I just crack the egg inside the egg ring, you know, oil the pan real good. And, or butter or whatever you want to use. And then I put a lid on it and you don't have to flip them. Okay. I yep. need to invest in one of those egg rings. I've just never been gotten into, you know, extra appliances, but I have heard about those and they definitely seem... Oh, it's, it's not really an appliance. It goes right, right. in your skill, in your frying yep. pan. It's just a, yeah. Yep. Huh? Yep. They're cool. Yeah. No, I've, I've actually uh, seen one demonstrated in a YouTube video, actually. Um, you can even somebody... use a tuna fish can if you want to open both ends of it. If you have a can that opens okay. both ends. You can, that's what I used to use long, long ago. <laughs> right. All right. Well, that would be a little bit easier maybe even to crack the egg in. I don't know. So, yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you, Lucy. And who's next? That's all. That's all. That's all. Okay, guys. Well, those are some very awesome uh, techniques for uh, frying your eggs. And uh, totally cool. Okay. So, today, though, we're going to do scrambled. And this I'm going to get out the butter first of all I'm gonna go ahead and get that in the pan 
but we're not gonna start the heat just yet. Um, so I'm going to use a butter knife. We're gonna slice off a good square of butter and place that in the center of the pan. I've got the pan on the burner, just sitting there waiting to go. And we're gonna put the remainder of the butter back in the fridge. Now, depending on how much butter you use, I don't know if there you can do too much, but we're gonna do a number of eggs here for both myself and Chanel. So um, I'm using quite a big uh, square. So next, let's talk about cracking the eggs. So. I, you know, you can, some people like to do this in the pot, then put it on the stove and all. I, I find it works better if I do this in a bowl myself. So I'm going to crack the egg. I like to use a bigger bowl because, you know, stirring is not, I know how to do it, but I can, it's sometimes, you know, things will splatter a little bit. So I like to use a big bowl, which will give me plenty of room. So we're going to crack the egg on the side of the bowl and that did not turn out good. Okay, now we've got um, the egg went on the wrong side. Okay, well, that's fine then. We will have to improvise. I was using this bowl with the thicker plastic sides and that isn't working out too well. So we're going to do step two. I'm going to get a smaller bowl for the purpose of cracking the egg and then I'm going to dump the that into the bigger bowl. It does make your work area a little bit more crowded but at least you don't have egg everywhere. Okay so egg one now there's two things you can add several things you can add to the scrambled eggs <clears throat> A lot of people sometimes prefer to use milk, but I find water is better at making them fluffier. And I learned actually from Denver's call um, down in the barn that part of the reason for that is water has more oxygen. And so that is why your eggs get fluffier when you use water. So we're gonna make quite a few eggs here. So I think I'm going to do Three things of water. What I like to do is if I get a good eggshell, I'm going to use that to hold the water and, and pour. Uh, and, and so I'll pour using, I'm using the eggshell to run some filtered water here into the eggshell. Number two, let's flip the eggshell into there and we'll go for a little bit of extra water for um to ensure fluffiness for all the eggs flip three throw that eggshell away there is also some debate as to whether you can use your garbage disposal for eggshells or not um but in our case we're not allowed to in the apartment complex so it doesn't matter um so i'm just throwing them in the regular garbage okay now egg number two And let's see here. Egg number three. And now my watch wants to start jabbering at me. I can't do anything for you at the moment. 
watch. Okay, so I'm kind of cracking, using the smaller bowl to crack the eggs, putting them in the bigger bowl, and then I'll, you know, tip the smaller bowl again just to make sure that um, everything is in there. Okay, so we'll do seven eggs for this, actually, and that'll be... Yeah, it shouldn't be. I don't think it'll be too much. Or are we going to have seven eggs? Okay. This one last egg is a little bit cracked, but it should be fine. Um, have to be careful, of course, when dealing with the egg cartons. You know, I, I really find it interesting. 21st century, and we still store eggs in these flimsy cartons, but um, maybe, I, I don't know if there's any better way or not uh, that would prevent them from cracking, but uh, what do I know? Okay, I'm going to wash up here because eggs, you know, raw eggs, of course, can't do contain salmonella, or can rather. So you don't definitely don't want to spread that anywhere. And we're going to again pour the small bowl into the big bowl. Depending on your what your bigger bowl is like or whatever you're using, you may not need an extra bowl, but in my case, I do. Okay, now I'm going to turn on the pan and we're gonna set the heat to about medium high too low and it takes forever and they don't firm up as quickly too high and you run the risk of burning and now there are two ways you can whisk the eggs together i prefer to use a wire whisk um, i suppose you could also use a mixer if you really wanted to be fancy um, or if you don't have a wire whisk, then you can use a fork, and that works almost as well, but I find the whisk is a little bit more efficient because um, just of the way it's shaped. So I'm going to take my whisk and just kind of stir around the bowl here, and I can feel that at first the eggs are a little bit lumpy, but they're getting mixed in now to the water, and as they get mixed in, now I can kind of start to tell that they're smoothing out. And so we're just kind of stirring round and round. So, you know, I can just tell without even having to feel the inside of the bowl of just what the eggs feel like. And we want them all to be together so that way you know they're going to um come out the way they should okay i'm gonna put the whisk in the sink and what i'm waiting for now is the butter to actually actually i'm not done with this whisk yet we're gonna wait for the butter to start sizzling now let's talk seasonings a little bit. So there are definitely different things you can add into your eggs. If you want cheese eggs, for instance, the grated uh, cheese works really well. We're going to add in a little bit of salt, first of all. Not too much, but I find that salt helps them firm up a little bit more. So just shaking a little bit in there. And then um, where I'm going to use garlic powder for these, but you can use, you know, whatever you want. Uh, if you're just, if you can do, you want just salt and pepper, that's fine. You could do like celery salt. You can do whatever. I guess you could use chocolate syrup. I don't know if that would taste good or not, but, uh, and I've never tried it, but you potentially could. And now we're going to just use a little bit of garlic powder there, and now we're going to whisk that. And you can also mix in things like, um, 
you know, grated onions or whatever if you want to do something even more fancy. Okay. So now I'm going to whisk that in just to make sure that, you know, the slate, the seasoning gets all throughout the mixture. And now I've got my butter sizzling in the pan. It's ready to go. I'm taking the bowl over here and we're going to dump. I know I like to use a bigger pan when I'm doing a lot of eggs because I definitely have more room to work with and you know it's less demonstrated. It's really not that scary to stand over the pan. Well if, if you're used to doing it maybe that you know matters but you can get used to just standing over the pan and um, feeling it. If you're not comfortable with dealing high heat with heat or whatever what I would suggest then is use oil instead so then you can pour the eggs into the pan before you turn on the burner and at least then you you know you'll have an easier time if you do not like dealing with the heat okay so i have my handle on my left side i've got a metal spoon in my right i don't really care for uh, wooden spoons for this i prefer metal spoons because i can feel the um, batter much more easily with the spoon and so now we're just waiting for them to firm up so I'm gonna just start start to turn you know stir a little bit and then also kind of get the butter into the mixture as well and uh, while I'm scrambling here does anybody have any questions yes Diane Diane hello welcome Okay. Make sure you've had um, that. Oh, there you are. Yep. Hi, Herbie. Um, and everybody, uh, I, I was on my phone, so it took me a while to unmute. <laughs> anyway, I, I became a uh, firm believer in cracking eggs in a separate bowl. Um, a couple years ago, Joe and I were making meatballs. And I think that we had like a half dozen eggs in there and you know i was just cracking them into the bowl with the meat and all the other stuff and one of the eggs i just touched it like not very hard but it cracked it, it broke in my hand and uh and it uh you know some of it landed in the um in the meatball mixture right. including the shells and yeah. um you know, we, we got out as much of it as we could, but even, you know, even once in a while after we had done that, uh, we were still finding shells in the meatballs. So, um, I, well, I, I hear this. Go ahead, sir. I definitely um, believe strongly in cracking them in a separate bowl and feeling definitely. around for shells. Definitely. And um, yeah, that can happen. Eggs are very volatile things. And uh, yeah, I hear shells are an excellent source of protein, but um, yeah, no, not, not, they're not fun to eat. Yeah, right. Okay, so our <laughs> eggs are firming up. I'm going to make the heat a little bit higher just because, you know, they firm and then maybe we'll probably turn it down a little bit. And I find that the higher the heat, you know, the more easy, quicker they firm up. But you do want to be careful not to burn. So, okay, thank you, Diane. And I totally agree with that. Okay, who do we have next? Danette. Danette, welcome. 
Hi there. Thank you, Herbie. See, do you have any suggestions for a poached egg to making poached eggs? So the only way I've ever seen how to make poached eggs is you got this, um, it was kind of like a double pot thing. Um, first of all, you can't, of course, hard boil an egg. You know, you put it in the water, you turn on the stove, let it set a timer for about 20 minutes. So you can always do it that way. Um, but the way I saw poached eggs being done once was there was this pot on the bottom where you filled like the water in. You would let it boil and there was like these little um, egg cup things that went over the top of the pot. And then you would crack the egg into those and just let it uh, cook that way for I forget how long. Um, oh, it's another something that you buy, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You are welcome. You're learning how to make guys your scra eggs. Scrambled fried, sunny side up, poached. All right. And who's next? Cindy. Cindy. You can unmute. This oh, is what about over easy eggs? What was that? No, I said, what about over easy eggs? Is that the same thing? Uh, sunny side up, I would say it is. Oops, my pan is getting a little bit off kilter here. Um, but just remember, guys, please raise your hand and so we can call on everybody in the proper order so nobody's jumping over anyone. Oh, okay. Um, that's okay. So I'm just kind of using my spoon to feel around the pan here to make sure the eggs are firming up. And um, I think now I can tell by the way the pan is sizzling that these are definitely done. So we're going to turn off the burner and I'm going to get a plate and pour the pan into that. All right, Cindy, have you unmuted? Make sure you've hit that got it button or okay button or whatever they're calling it these days because the interface seems to start to change on everybody now. Okay, well, we'll go to Tori. Hello, Tori. Hello. I know how to make poached eggs without having to buy any extra tools. All right. Um, Do you inform us? Put it in a bowl in the microwave. Just literally crack your egg into a bowl in the microwave, small amount of milk, and put a cover on the bowl. And just put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes. And there you have All right. I, all right. That is another way of doing it. I've also heard of um, doing it in, um, you know, scrambled eggs in the microwave. I'm just not yeah. a big microwave person myself, but there you go. Okay. Oh, but it's an option. It is an option, definitely. All right. Now, I'd forgotten to make our hash brown patties that I was going to make. Uh, so let's do that, and we're going to make our cinnamon toast, but um, we're getting a lot of background noise, guys, so um, just so everybody's aware. Okay, do we have anybody else, first of all? No, not right now. Not right now. All right. Mm, okay. Just testing out my what? eggs here. Was you calling on me? I'm sorry. I don't know if people were calling oh, on me. Yes, if you, if you oh. are Cindy, yes. Okay. Um, well, um, my first name is Anna, but I 
Um, I do go by Cindy sometimes. Yeah, it oh. came up. It comes up on under Cindy on, oh, okay. on the Zoom. So yeah. Um, so you are unmuted. All right. So my thing was, um, does it matter if you like cook cook the eggs and the scramble in like a skillet or even use them like a small pot? Okay, that is an excellent question. It does not matter. I that's, I'm trying to I'll be trying to make it myself too. Right. So that yeah. is a great question and I should have brought that up actually. So thank you for that question. Um I personally prefer a skillet. Um I just find that the open-endedness of it works really well. I prefer a small to medium-sized skillet. I don't really care for the large ones for doing eggs just because too much room and they can get flattened out. Um, but you definitely can use a pot if you prefer. Again, smaller sized pot, the better, in my opinion. And um, now where did I put my hash brown pan? Oh, there it is. So it depends. Does it depend like I guess what what how much do you put in it? It does. You know, if you're doing yeah. two eggs, for instance, I would definitely use a smaller pan. I was doing like six eggs, so a bigger pan definitely was more helpful. So they're not going to go over the side. Um, but three eggs definitely you can. I think a small pan, a really small <laughs> skillet or a small pot is perfect. So that's cool. I have six of them. So I don't, I don't, all right. I'm trying to judge what I'm doing with that. Definitely. Yeah. And you're going to find if you keep doing it and you practice with different things, you're going to figure out what works best for you and why. Because there's definitely, you know, I've been doing this for years now. So, um, but you'll definitely find what works best for you. Okay, so we've got hash brown patties that I am now going to put in the oven you can uh, there's two ways you can do these you can uh, do them in the oven or you can pan fry them with a little bit of like oil or whatever um olive oil does really work well for these or peanut oil um i'm just gonna pan do them in the oven so i just put a little pan on the bottom and put the hash browns in you can also air fry these as well and they do take longer though um when you air fry them. And then we're gonna put the pan in the oven and set the timer for 20 minutes. 20 minutes, starting now. Okay, now that uh, that's going on, you know, I've been neglecting our bacon over here, but it's been staying in the warm grill oven thingy waiting for me to take it out. So I'm just grabbing these strips now and they're gonna go on the plate and um is my taste tester on board if you are can you unmute and let me know if you're ready to come uh, start on uh, some food yeah sorry i'm here um okay did you hear me yes all right um i'm on my computer i was trying trying to do stuff on so should i just well, I can I bring can some out. stuff in there, if, or what, what would you prefer? Um, I'll just come out there, and you can report my comments. <laughs> All right, sounds good. So, Chanel is going to get start off with some turkey, bacon, and eggs, and um, 
And did you want, oh, Chanel's coming out here. Did you want coffee? Sure, why not? All right, so we will give you some coffee. I need, need to make that very important. I think you can, everyone can hear me because you have your original sound on. Yes, so. they should be able to hear you, no problems. Um, say hi to the nice people. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good morning. Okay, let's give you a little bit more eggs here. It's tricky to measure them. Oh, no. Oops. What's the matter? It's like 940, so I'm not even keeping track of my time. Oops. Oops. Okay. Well, that's why I was, I knew it was getting late. That's what's trying to get you uh, started. Yeah, I can eat for five minutes. I mean, well, yeah. okay. technically I don't have to be in there until 950, so I think people will. All right. Well, so just go ahead and report accurately on your findings on the my... Bacon is good. It's a little bit uh, tough or... Maybe over a tiny overdone, but it's a little bit probably a little different than I'm used to because I normally just have you heat in the microwave. Um, the eggs look nice and fluffy. Hmm. I think they're good and goes well with the bacon flavor. I think you use some type of seasoning. I don't know what because I wasn't fully paying attention. Ooh. Um, but I like that they came out, I mean, they're still kind of clumped, but they, you made them, sometimes you make your eggs really good, you know, like maybe you use milk or did you use, um, I used water, but it, they sometimes, it, 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 sometimes the pan can be a factor or just how, um, there's a lot of interesting factors sometimes with They're that. pretty good. Okay. So yeah, just a little bit of salt and garlic powder. All right. Well, there you folks. You have a live on the spot reporting from Chanel in real yeah, time. Yeah, but I don't. My taste is probably off because I have no sense of smell, so I can't distinguish, you know, yes. nuances and all that. But. Well, okay. Well, all right. I guess we could call that a blind taste test. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> all right. Well, now one of the things that I have developed that Chanel really likes is cinnamon toast. So, uh, no, this is not your cinnamon toast crunch, though it can be a little bit crunchy. But this is actual um, real cinnamon toast. Now, there is two ways you can make this, in the toaster or in the oven. Do I not have the pan out? I wanted to use I um, caught my arm on the hot pan that I had put back on the stove. Um, but uh, I am Okay, that hurt a little bit. Okay, um, I think I get used to it by now. But anyway, oops, as things hang around here, we're gonna try this in a, uh, a slightly different pan than what I was intending to use. And Sheila, you're unmuting. I'm assuming we have some raised hands. Yes, we do, Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, I just wanted to. Um, I'm I'm not an air fryer person, but I'm thinking about getting one. Could you do those hash brown patties in the air fryer? Yes, but they do take a while. So, like oh. in the oven, I can do for twenty oven uh, air fryer. You want to at least do like forty five minutes. Oh my. Okay. Um, and maybe different air fryers might do them a little differently. In mine, I know I have to do it for forty five minutes. Okay, great. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. okay. You've got Janine. Janine, welcome, Janine. Hey, 
Herbie, Herbie, Herbie. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Herbie. Hi, Lucy. Hi, everyone. I, I love Chanel's taste test because, you know, I can't really smell either. Chanel and I have talked that. Well, hold on, hold on. I'm going to give Chanel an earpiece and so you can repeat Janine was saying that she loves your what? taste test. Okay. Okay. Now Janine can hear you. Um, oh, thank you. You can hear me. I mean, Chanel you. can hear me. Um, yes. I should, yeah. You know, Chanel and I have talked about this a bunch that um, because of our conditions, we don't smell. So a lot of people smell so they can taste things better. So Chanel and I don't taste things as much as other people. So it's good to hear me, hear Chanel tasting Aww. more food. It's nothing against anyone's food. It's just when you don't smell things, it's it doesn't. It's not the same anymore when you can't smell. So well, I like I've never had it. So I've never had a sense of smell. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that would be hard to lose it if you've had it. <laughs> yeah. Well, have fun hosting Chanel. Um, I did, I um, and, and I have to run into my computer stuff. But Herbie, I wanted to give you one tip. I don't know if you said this, um, but for eggs, for fluffy, if Chanel likes them fluffy, because I like fluffy eggs, and I just learned this. Um, someone taught me this when I did eggs on, on the cooking call that I did about eggs forever ago. Um, is if you add like a pinch of baking soda, the eggs fluff up. And I didn't know that before, but like if you put baking soda, it's fluffy. Like if you use water, they can be fluffy because I usually have just done it with milk and I guess that makes them denser. So um, if she likes them fluffy or you like them fluffy, just like a pinch of the baking soda will fluff them up and then you can still seep in them and stuff too but i didn't know because okay, I, I, I thought it was baking powder that had been mentioned but okay um, Wait, the soda is the one in the yellow box the yellow yes. box yeah. yes no. if you say it's yellow i know it's in a box that's all i know <laughs> um now real quick if you have time do you want to give a brief mention for uh, what to expect on your call tomorrow yeah, tomorrow um, I got this recipe. I'm sorry that it's not as in-depth and, and all the things you're doing, but tomorrow you need Cool Whip, a box of lemon cake mix, and powdered sugar. We are going to make lemon cookies because someone asked for lemon cookies, and that was the only one I could find to do in the time. And I decided to take them to my um, Greater Orlando Council of the Blind um, Christmas party that we're having this weekend amongst the fudge and other cookies and stuff. But, you know, um, so yeah, we're doing lemon cookies tomorrow all right so um sounds good and it sounds like a lot of uac beers are going to be hanging out in the orlando area so you should be able to uh try uh, janine's uh, cookies and uh, give us some honest feedback on how they taste uh, but i'm sure they taste good so but by the way dan just googled it and he said i was wrong and it's baking powder well, you can use baking soda but you have to be very particular about how much you put in but baking Baking powder is what? All right. For your eggs. Okay. Fabulous. Thanks. I love this. I'm excited to hear your cinnamon toast. Good luck, Kirby. You're welcome. Okay. With that, let me get to the cinnamon toast. And then if we do have more questions, I promise I will get to everybody. Okay. Um, so we're just going to take out two pieces of bread here. And we're going to, I sprayed my pan with Pam. So uh, that's already taken care of. You could also use butter if you want to spread it out. It doesn't matter. And now we're actually going to use our spreadable butter for um, the cinnamon toast. And I can't find my toast tie for the bread. Did I put it in my pocket? I did. Okay. So um, we're going to get out 
the spreadable butter. And this is just the butter that's in the uh, tub. Good stuff here. And I just like to use, you can use a butter knife or I prefer a spoon, a small spoon works really well for this. And we're just going to spoon out some butter and kind of just spread it on each piece of bread. And you can use a little butter or a lot of butter, it doesn't matter, um, but you definitely want enough because the butter also works as a sticking agent for the cinnamon. So um, now we're going to do toast number two. And actually, I guess I have room in this pan. I could do mine as well, but that's okay. Um, I already put the... I uh, guess so. Well, um, let's see. Excuse me. Okay, I guess I have room in my pan for two more. So um, I can do that. And it doesn't matter what type of bread you use, because Chanel and I sometimes use different bread. I like um, one type, she likes another type, but um, we, uh, she likes the Ezekiel 4-9 bread, which is a fiber bread, but we both agree that does not work well for French toast, but it does work for my cinnamon toast recipe. So um, there you go. That's interesting how that works. Okay. So I'm going to put the twist tie back on. I like to keep my bread stored in the fridge just because it'll last longer that way. And um, let's go back to spreading the butter once I find my spoon that got buried. Okay. Um, here, let's clean off the spoon real quick. You know, I don't like to constantly use a dirty spoon. Um, so we'll spread some more butter here on the bread. Perfect. And ten minutes. Okay, perfect. So we will be done in that time. Okay, so I'm just adding uh, some more butter here and to the bread and then the next we're going to add in the cinnamon and for this i just use the cinnamon shaker okay let's wash up let's put the butter back up we won't have time for the air fried veggies today but if you have an air fryer what you can do is like we like to use broccoli and cauliflower and we'll pay, place them in like the air fryer basket turn it on and let it fry air fry for about 10 to 15 minutes so they come out to nice and crispy you don't want them overdone and um there you go so that's how you can air fry veggies okay cinnamon 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 wherefore art thou cinnamon and you can also do garlic bread this way too you know you put butter on the bread and then use some garlic powder and bake it in the oven so there's an easy way of making garlic bread as well so now i'm just going to sprinkle the cinnamon on each piece of bread and there we go and then last but not least so uh, we use uh, stevia for an extra little uh, bit of layer of flavor and you can also use regular sugar if you uh, want or you could just leave it as cinnamon which i think i'm going to do for mine 
um, but Chanel likes the added stevia. Stevia is a, it's a health, it's a natural uh, sugar. Well, it's a good thing. Okay, well, we only have two packs left. I guess I gotta, uh, better get more. Okay. Um, so what's nice is that they come in these pre-made packets. And so all I have to do is make sure it doesn't spill everywhere. And then I will put one on that piece of bread. And then the other on the other piece of bread. And so then I'll go ahead and toss these packs in the garbage. And then we are going to put the pan in the oven, let it cook for about five minutes. And then I'm going to get my coffee started. And I have it so that the pan is uh, in the oven now. Okay. Um, and it's baking alongside the hash browns. Um, now let's go start the coffee maker. And Sheila, do we have any uh, more raised hands? Beth, you may unmute. Hello, Beth. Hello. Hey, Hello. Herbie, this is pretty cool. Um, I w wanted to ask you, what is the difference between turkey bacon and, and the regular bacon? Hmm. All right. So turkey bacon, as you would expect, it's made out of turkey. Um, right. Yeah. There are several brands. There's Butterball, which makes uh, two different types of turkey bacon, the regular and the low sodium. This is pretty good. Jenny O is my least favorite brand. It tastes the most like cardboard. And then some stores will have their own brand, which is a little bit thicker and um, can taste really good. But um, it's good for... Um, a, it's not greasy the way regular bacon is, and that's one advantage. And then B, like I said, it's made completely of turkey, so if you do not, uh, like, we don't eat pork, for instance, and so it's an alternative way of having bacon, but, you know, that's healthier and whatnot. And, you know, like I said, you cook it the same way, but it's not greasy the way regular bacon is. Um, Right. If you cook it right, it you know it's still going to taste really good. Um, and like I said, I prefer when I can the store bought brand because it's a lot more thicker and has a lot more flavor. I've also seen maple turkey bacon as well, and there's also turkey sausage oh, yeah. as well. Yeah, I've seen turkey sausage. I've used that before. And also, where would you get Ezekiel four hundred nine bread? Uh, I've eaten it before and it's very good, but I can't find anywhere to get it over here. Okay, so health organic food stores are for sure going to have it. Um, oh, where? Oh, a health food store? Health organic food stores, you know, they are definitely going to have it. I actually have found some at Walmart. Um, you're going to find it in the frozen bread aisle. So if you're having, if you're actually shopping in person. You, uh, you know, go to your local store, you know, and look in the frozen bread aisle. The brand is Food for Life. And, oh, okay. I, you know, and so, you know, you may just be different areas. It's going to be, you know, diff like I said, I've seen some at Walmart, but it has been harder to find. But and with online shopping, it's actually been easier to find. Um, 
but you can try other stores too. You know, try your regular grocery store first. It is a little bit more expensive. Um, but I don't know, you know, but check your local chains in your area. And you could also, you know, do things like you can look on apps. Like, well, you don't have a smartphone, I forget. But if you have somebody that has a smartphone or internet access, you could look on a place like Instacart at different stores and you can see if it's listed in their inventory or not. So we're trying to, we're still working on getting two of them. <laughs> All right. The smartphones. Excellent. And also, I, um, yep. Uh, Tupperware, I think, used to sell some little little cups, too, that you could uh, poach your eggs in, and then they, you know what I mean? They have, like, yes. a little thing that comes with them, and you could put it, like, in the microwave and stuff. All right. So I'm now going to deliver Chanel's coffee to her in a saucer, and sh thank you, Beth. Sheila, who do we have next? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Well, and you have about four minutes. Excellent. Okay. Incoming coffee. All right. So and a saucer. Um, I don't know where you want me to. Okay. Just this. Oh, here I'll meet. And um, Herbie's delivering breakfast goodies. So. so for those of you that's wondering what's happening, Chanel is actually the host for the coffee clutch next hour. So she's. You'll have a host with, you know, pro, you know coffee. We're, we'll have plenty of breakfast food for you. I hope you'll all come join me on that call next hour. I will definitely be on there and socializing with everybody. It's a lot of fun. If it's, I don't know if we have any first timers or not, but it's a great way to get to know people. And um, I'm not even getting bribed to advertise the call. So, um, but it's one of my favorites. And don't forget tomorrow at the same time, wake, make, and bake with Janine with the uh, lemon cookies. I wonder if that would work with a chocolate cake mix and then you add the powdered sugar. Hmm. Janine doesn't like chocolate, but I do. Um, that's an interesting question. Anyway, so we've got that happening. And of course, the call is facilitated by, uh, I think Cindy will be the facilitator for the coffee clutch next hour. So. Okay, you can hear my Keurig now going off in the background. I made Chanel's coffee, I made mine. Let's check out the cinnamon toast real quick because we don't want it to burn. And so I'm going to take out the pan and just kind of feel the top. You know, I think two more minutes would actually be good. So it's a little bit more crispier on the top. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun for me. I hope you all enjoyed it. I will be doing my next cooking corner probably next week. Well, actually, will be next week. I'm going to see about. Um, oh, and the hash browns are done. All right, make. We're gonna actually uh, do some baking. Believe it or not, um, I do that occasionally. In my calls where we're gonna make some Christmas cookies that Tori gave me the recipe for. And if you have. Um, any recipes or any comments or whatever, if you want to send them to community at acb.org, <coughs> excuse me, Cindy will forward them on to me. And, uh, and also, actually, technically, you know, I just realized we have five cooking-related calls because of uh, Sheila's recipe swap. So there you go. Um, and these calls are very different in their nature. For instance, on Courtney's call last to Sunday within the kitchen, we learned how to make spices so and sauces. So there you go. Anyway, guys, I'm eating my own uh, food here. Very professional, I know. Um, 
I do we have any final raised hands? No, and you are out of time. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. It's been fun and I will see you next time.